You're listening to PetLifeRadio.com. Hi, I'm Seth Peterson. Hi, I'm Debbie Hedren. I'm Rhonda Schwartz. I'm Doris Roberts. This is Jesslyn Gilson. Hello, I'm Victor Webb. Hi, this is Charlotte Ross. Hi, this is Ed Begley Jr. What's up, you guys? This is AJ from the Backstreet Boys. Hi, this is Shannon Elizabeth, and you're listening to Talkin' Pets. Talkin' Pets. Talkin' Pets. And you're listening to Talkin' Pets. Talkin' Pets. Talkin' Pets. With John Patch. John Patch. You're listening to Talkin' Pets with John Patch. Hello, America, and welcome to Talkin' Pets with your host, John Patch. Join John and his expert guests with all of your pet questions, concerns, comments, and stories. Now it's time for Talkin' Pets with your host, John Patch. And welcome to Talkin' Pets, heard coast-to-coast on your favorite radio station. This is Talkin' Pets, and I'm John Patch. Joining us from Tampa Bay Veterinary and Emergency Services is... Dr. Katie Meyer. Here to answer your emergency questions, your medical questions, your behavior questions. We have special guests joining us in this hour. We have the author of Lipstick and the Leash, Dog Training a Woman's Way, Camilla Gray Nelson is going to be joining us in the first segment of the show. And then after that, we have the Kentucky Headhunters joining us with a lead singer, Mr. Richard Young. So stay tuned for that as well. We're going to be giving away a couple of books from Camilla, and we're going to be giving away several CDs from the Kentucky Headhunters. The show is produced by Miss Amanda Page. Hey there, Johnny boy. Hey, Mandy. As well as Matt at Business Talk Radio Network. When you call in, you'll speak with Matt, and he'll put you on the air with us at 866-606-TALK. 866-606-8255. Once again, I'm John Patch. Dr. Katie Meyer. And Amanda Page. And you're listening to... Talking Pets. Camilla Gray Nelson, the dog talk diva, has been training dogs and their people for over 20 years. No ordinary dog trainer. She's an empowerment specialist. She was raised on her family's dairy farm and learned from her animal friends that power and influence are not necessarily related to size or strength. We want to welcome onto the program the author of Lipstick and the Leash, Dog Training a Woman's Way, Camilla Gray Nelson. Hey, Camilla, how you doing? I'm doing great. Thank you so much. It's nice to be speaking with you, and welcome to the show. I want to introduce you, of course, to Dr. Katie Meyer. Hi, Camilla. Hello, Dr. Meyer. And then also, of course, our producer, Amanda Page. Hi there. Hi, Amanda. Now, I, right off the bat, I'm going to ask, um, this, this book is actually published by, is it Do- Double Do- uh, Dove Press? Double Dove Press. And that's available in bookstores and online? It's officially available March 15th, although it is starting to arrive in some local bookstores now. Yes. And on Amazon.com, of course. Okay, so it's coming out officially March 15th. Officially. Two days before my birthday. Mm. That's when I turn half a century. <laughs> Congratulations. Well, thanks. I'm not there yet, but thanks. I know, exactly. <laughs> uh, you know, trying not to count the days. But yeah, we'll stretch it out as long Yeah, they're as just can. appearing. <laughs> <laughs> now, i got to ask you now, I, uh, through 21 years of being on the show and hosting the show and all, we've interviewed a lot of different authors. But I found this interesting when the book came across my desk that it was Lipstick and the Leash, Dog Training a Woman's Way. What makes that different, a woman's way, versus some of the other training books out there? Well, let me 
let me get down to basics. First of all, clarify the difference between dog training and dog obedience. I wrote this mainly for my client base over 24 years, over 10,000 women and their dogs, all desperate for help because the dog was out of control. The dog may indeed have been trained, had been to a quote-unquote obedience class, had learned sit and down and stay and come, but didn't do it when it mattered. That's the difference between training and obedience. And obedience has more to do with who's in charge, who's going to make me, why should I? Kind of sounds like kids, doesn't it? Really does. <laughs> and so, and so the women, because they are seen differently by their dog than their male counterparts, women started out as a disadvantage when it came to truly controlling the dog, not training the dog, but controlling the dog. Because a dog, as a species, whether we like it or not, and I grew up in the age of women's liberation, so it's hard for me to say this. However, uh, whether we like it or not, dogs do expect size and strength in their leaders, and most of us women have neither. But we can indeed control our dogs through other natural means, and that's why I wrote the book. It's not about yelling, but it's about very clever natural means of control. Well, what do you think in terms of like the voice, Camilla? I mean, if you use a more stern voice, whether a man or I mean, it is easier for a man to go deeper, I think, than than a woman. But and does the voice really matter in the training method? Well, that's a really good, interesting question—a simple question and a complex answer. The voice. Um, what you what women try to uh, in, in many ways, women try to be manly when they train their dog. And the dog has eyes, and they know you're not a man. And when a woman tries to sound manly or forceful, what she comes off sounding like many times is frustrated, a little angry, and maybe even a little punitive. And in the animal world, expressions of extreme emotion are actually signs of weakness, not strength. And you come across as unauthentic, an imposter, or worse, someone who's so worried about their personal power that they have to resort to yelling or scolding. It's so fascinating. You know, I like your little quote in the book, actually. In in the (laughs) beginning of the book, it says, um, if you fall in the well, I hope you can swim. (laughs) You you know John right John Provost I do yeah, great he actually guy. wrote an endorsement for my book yeah yeah great great yes. guy he's been on the show a couple of times As a matter of fact I think his birthday just passed not too long ago there you go but yeah that was a show that was on TV for a very long time oh and a favorite of many of ours yes yes Definitely. and that quote was really about uh, that t- chapter title actually was really about combating what I refer to and many dog trainers refer to as the Lassie syndrome it's it's the fact that dogs have been portrayed for so many years now as benign, loving creatures with altruistic personalities that would indeed save you if you fell into the well when it's not true at all. And the, and the further we get, I think, away from living with nature, the more we rely on the media um, uh, presentation of dogs, and we start to believe but that's how they are, and that's where the disconnect starts to happen 
we think our dog should care about pleasing us and do things because he loves us, et cetera, et cetera, when these are animals. These are animals that love us, but love, as Tina Turner once said, what's love got to do with it? has nothing to do with how obedient they are. You know, it's funny that you, you touched on that about the uh, the way the media perception and stuff, and it seems like just on that, the media has a tendency of always showing those big dogs that do the biting, but they don't actually show dogs. Like on the cover of your book, you've got the Chinese crested. And they don't <laughs> Very show that good dog for recognizing. <laughs> yeah, it's like I can take him, but you know, when they look at like a pit bull or a Rottweiler or something like that, it's, you know, you think I can't take him. So, oh, there's a there's a story. So the news always throws that on there before they would do anything with the smaller dog. Mm. So, and you know, both of them could be. Very temperamental, and both of them can be very mean, right? doesn't matter how si- the size that you are, does it? Dogs are inherently dangerous. They are. They are predatory hunters. That Think about it. The reason we, as a, as a, as a human race, domesticated dogs in the first place was not necessarily to be our friend. It was to help us hunt and kill things and rid our property of, 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 of danger and vermin and, and uh, people that w- had, would do us ill. So we valued those, those aggressive traits in our dogs, those potentially dangerous traits in our dogs. And then we got Brinks for security and Safeway supermarkets for our groceries. <laughs> and we got, you know, we don't need them for those skills we got anymore. And, and then, lazy. That's what we got. Yeah, yeah. Hey, and Camille, so we have to re- reprogram the dogs. Camilla, hold on. We're going to take a little break. When we come back, we're going to continue on with Camilla Gray Nelson. She's the author of Lipstick and the Leash, Dog Training, A Woman's Way. Of course, as we said, it's put out by Double Dove Press. That's like almost a tongue twister. It is. Um, But you can find it in bookstores. It comes out officially March 15th, but you can also find it online. But again, if you've got a question about training, give us a call at 866-606-TALK. The first call to come in to Matt, our producer right now, is going to get a complimentary book from, uh, of course, Camilla Gray Nelson, Lipstick and the Leash. Comes right out to you. Call right now, 866-606-8255, and the book is yours. I'm John Patch. Dr. Katie Meyer. And Amanda Page. This is Talkin' Pets. Talkin' Pets. We'll be right back after a short pause. Well, four to be exact. Petco. Where the pets go. Petco. Where the pets go. Pet Life Radio has tail-wagging, fur-flying, fabulous deals for our listeners from Petco. Get $6 off your order of $60 or more and up to 40% off the entire Petco site. That's right. But that's not all. Because you're a Pet Life Radio listener, you'll also get free shipping on your order of $49 or more. $6 off, up to 40% off and free shipping from Pet Life Radio and Petco. To get these awesome deals, go to PetcoDeals.com. That's PetcoDeals.com. Petco, where the pets go. I'm not much of a reader, but I do wish I were more well-read. There are so many great books coming out. I wish I could find a way to keep up. Audible.com makes it easy to stay well-informed and catch up on your reading simply by listening. Audiobooks from Audible turn downtime into uptime. You'll be more productive and become well-read. Now I'm able to catch up on all the great books I've been wanting to read. With Audible, I feel smarter. Pet Life Radio listeners, try Audible.com now and get your first 30 days of Audible Listener Gold Membership plan free. And get a free audiobook. Choose from over 100,000 titles. To get this great deal, go to AudibleDeals.com. That's AudibleDeals.com. 
Welcome to Sassy Seniors, a show about our fabulous older dogs and cats. I'm your host, Kelly Jackson. You know, I wanted to create a show to really showcase our senior pets. And you know, as a human population ages and lives longer, of course, so are our wonderful pets. But many of us with aging pets, it's so interesting. We have a tough time realizing or really admitting that they are seniors. So in a way, I kind of like to think of our senior pets as, as wise puppies. What do you think about that? Be sure to join us for another day of Sassy Seniors. And remember, celebrate your senior pets. Every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com. That was a problem. You have so much alcohol in your system, you don't know if you're holding on or not. Well, what happened to the cat? Apparently the cat's fine. Cat's fine, and he is going to live, right? Yeah. yeah a couple <laughs> bruises, gas to the back of the head. But other than that, now nah, he's good. So a, a new a new theory there. Don't drink and climb cliffs. Let alone walk near them. 866-606-TALK. We're speaking with Camilla Gray Nelson. She's the author of Lipstick and the Leash, Dog Training a Woman's Way. Like I said, you can find it in bookstores. You can find it online. I'm John Patch. Dr. Katie Meyer. And Amanda Page. And we have Lisa is getting a complimentary copy of the book, Lipstick and the Leash. And she's got a question for you, Camilla, and she's in uh, Austin, Texas. Lisa, you got a question for Camilla? Hi, Lisa. Hi, Lisa. Well, maybe Lisa? All right. Lisa has left us. Yes, she did. For you. Oh, she's there. There you are. Hi, Lisa. Hi, how are you? Doing good. You got a, a training question for Camilla? Um, yes, I do. I have three boxers that are all rescues, and one of them is getting really attached um, to me, like overly attached. He doesn't want the other dogs to get any attention. He, I mean, anywhere I go, he's sitting right by my foot. What's a good way to kind of correct that? Well, uh, Lisa, I don't, well, congratulations and bless you for rescuing, first of all, the boxers. Thank you. What may be going on is not so much attachment as possession. It sounds to me possibly, now, of course, I'm not seeing the dog and seeing the interaction, but quite often dogs um, that fancy themselves more important than the rest of their dog brothers and sisters they tend to identify those things that they want to possess for themselves. Because in the dog world, the top dog, so to speak, owns everything. Did you know that dogs do not know the concept of sharing? Did you know that? Right. He definitely doesn't anymore. There you go. There you go. How old is he? Um, they think about four. There um, you go. How long have you had him? Uh, about Six months, but it's gotten worse. He's also, he gets more attention because he has a vasculitis, mm-hmm. and he, you know, he gets cut easy, and he has to take his medication um, 
a couple times a day. So he does get a little more. But it's a little more attention, and sometimes attention from the human is equating in the dog's mind to uh, a favoritism. And once the dog assumes that he is the favorite, that he is more important, that he is uh, top dog, so to speak, between the three, then all of the instincts uh, and everything that goes along with being top dog kick in. I own everything, even if... If, if I think it's my mom, I own her, I own the space around her and the space around me, and I don't allow anybody else to come near. So I know people like that. Oh, indeed, <laughs> and, and I'll tell you, the parallels, as you know if you've read the book, John, mm-hmm. are mind-boggling. So what I would suggest is that you really take maybe all of your dogs, but especially him, through a really good obedience class or work with a trainer that knows how to make you seem like you are the boss of him and not vice versa. But you have to be careful because that's the whole point I wrote this book. Being the boss is not about being aggressive or um, manly or strong or uh, intimidating. It's really about calmly setting out your boundaries, enforcing them, and not giving up until you get the rules followed. It's not about confrontation. And when you have a dog that assumes that he's already the boss, you must be very, very sweet and patient and never fall into the finger wagging or the uh, the confrontation because dogs give it back as good as as good as they get it. So working with someone who understands about leadership training and about how quietly that is conveyed could really help you. The other really simple thing you can do if he comes by you and stands, protects you and your feet is stand up and leave. Okay. <laughs> Just stand up and walk away. And there's a lot of good advice, too, Lisa, in the book. And we are going to send you a copy of it, the lipstick. Uh, it's called Lipstick and the Leash, Dog Training a Woman's Way. So make sure you stay on the line and speak with Matt so we can get your mailing info and ship that out to you. All right. Thank you. Thanks, Lisa. You're welcome. That's Lisa out there in Austin, Texas. So I only got you for a little short time here, Camilla, so I want to ask you another question. Um, and we do have another book to go out, so the next call that comes in automatically will get a copy of the book. Just call 866-606-TALK. 866-606-8255, and the book is yours. Just call into Matt. Before I let you go, though, Camilla, I wanted to ask you, and one of the things that it is important, and I know you deal with it in your book here, matter of fact, on um, I think it's page uh, 60, 61, you get into it, persistence. Mm. Do you think that a lot of people give up if they, if they just they give up too soon on working with the dogs? Indeed. And part of your power in nature is not that you get success quickly, is that you get success. And the one thing that women have going for them, maybe even over their male counterparts, is the fact that, oh, baby, we know how to be persistent. <laughs> so we can, we can pull on that natural um, trait, build on it, and get more success with our dogs. But you're right, they give up too soon. All right, I'm beginning to feel a little outnumbered here. <laughs> <laughs> They're all shaking their heads. Between Camilla and Dr. Katie and Amanda over here. <laughs> I feel like there's going to be a leash and collar thrown on me any second. (laughs) Camilla, don't go away. We're going to take a little break. I've got one more question for you when we return coming out of this break. And then we're going to be introducing the Kentucky Headhunters are going to be joining us. And we're going to be talking, of course, with the lead singer, Richard Young. So stay tuned for that. 
But once again, I'm John Patch. Dr. Katie Meyer. And Amanda Page. The name of the book is called Lipstick and the Leash. It's Dog Training, A Woman's Way. Camilla Gray Nelson coming out officially on March 15th. You can find it in bookstores and online. It's put out by Double Dove Press. Once again, the number is 866-606-TALK. The next call coming in to Matt, our producer, is going to get a copy of the book. 866-606-8255. 866-606-TALK. Pick up the phone, give us a call, and don't forget, check us out live on the webcam. Go on our homepage right there at TalkinPets.com, no G in the talking, and click on Watch Live, and you can watch us live on the webcam and join us on the chat room as well. Once again, this is Talkin' Pets. We'll be right back, right after these messages. Stay tuned. Every pet is unique. Maybe they're gray in the muzzle, yet young at heart. Maybe they're growing out of the puppy stage and into their paws and ears. Or maybe they're just trying to maintain a more girlish figure. At PetSmart, we have the right food for your pet at a great value for you. PetSmart. Be better together. Go to PetLifeRadio.com slash PetSmart and save up to 30% on toys, collars, leashes, PetSmart gift cards, treats, and more. Go to PetLifeRadio.com slash PetSmart today. I don't make any decisions about who to hire without going to Angie's List first. You'll find reviews on home repair to health care written by people just like you. With Angie's List, I know who to call and I know the results will be fantastic. Angie's List, which you can trust. Go to Angie'sList.com forward slash best and get 25% off any subscription. That's Angie'sList.com forward slash best, B-E-S-T. Like your business to reach out and invite in our audience. We have a brand new trademark concept called Info Seeds. Info Seeds are short 20 second seeds of information about your place of business, practice, or service. Is the best, most cost effective way to invite us in. We only have a limited number of slots left. For more information, visit the website PetLifeRadio.com. Click on sponsorship information. There you can listen to a sample of Info Seed. Remember, only a limited number of opportunities are. Available. Hi, everybody. I'm Megan Blake here with my sidekick, Super Smiley. The giant mutt and spokes dog for throwaways. You're listening to Pet Life Radio, and I'd like to tell you about our brand new show, A Super Smiley Adventure. Our show explores adventures with animals. They can be traveling, out in the world trips, or inner journeys where our animals lead us to inspiration and self discovery, or just plain fun adventures. Join us here on Pet Life Radio on a super smiley adventure. Good boy. Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets. On Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com. Here's your host, John Patch. Out of Kansas City, Missouri, zoo officials will investigate how two of the zoo's gorillas got into a non-public feeding area prompting employees to briefly move into secure areas. The western lowland gorillas roamed from their enclosure and exhibit into a zookeeper area for about three hours. Visitors were kept in secure areas for about a half hour before being allowed to leave. Dr. Kitty Meyer? 
Tuscaloosa, Alabama, the National Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration National Water Center, planned for the University of Alabama campus, is designed to be a central location for collaboration among academic institutions and more than 20 federal agencies involved in water research. Construction is to be complete by 2014. Out of uh, Zion National Park, Utah, climbing routes on... um Some cliffs will be temporarily closed beginning uh, this week to protect nesting peregrine falcons. The park is home to breeding peregrine falcons in spring and summer, and park biologists will monitor their nesting activity throughout the breeding season. Des Moines, Iowa. State hunters killed about 4.5% fewer deer during recent hunting seasons. The State Department of Natural Resources says hunters killed about 121,000 deer during the 2011-12 season. Wow, that's a lot. The state deer population has been reduced by about 30% from its peak in 2006. Would you think? Spokesman Dale Garner says numbers in many areas are near or below the DNR's objective. That's a lot of deer. What's their objective? (laughs) Out of Honolulu, Hawaii, some dog owners fully support a bill that would allow them to bring their pets into restaurants. The State Department of Health and Respiratory and Environmental Disabilities of Hawaii have raised opposition, however. The bill would allow restaurant owners to allow dogs provided um, provided proper sanitary procedures are in place to ensure no animal waste enters food preparation areas. Cumberland, Maryland. The Department of Natural Resources wants to establish one or two spots in every county where people can fish for free. State Fisheries Director Tom O'Connell said the proposal would allow novice anglers to explore the sport further before buying a license. An annual freshwater fishing license costs state residents $20.50. And once again, you're listening to Talking Pets. I'm John Patch, and from Tampa Bay Veterinarian Emergency Services is... Dr. Katie Meyer. And Amanda Page. 866-606-TALK is the number, 866-606-8255. Like I said, the uh, call coming in, uh, we'll get a complimentary copy of the book, Lipstick and the Leash, Dog Training a Woman's Way by Camilla Gray Nelson, 866-606-TALK. And coming up next, the Kentucky Headhunters. In just a few minutes, it'll be Richard Young. This is Talking Pets. Listening to Talking Pets. I'm John Patch. Dr. Katie Meyer. And Amanda Page. 866 606 Talk. 866 606 8255 is the number. Next call to come in gets a complimentary copy of the book, Lipstick and the Leash Dog Training a Woman's Way by Camilla Gray Nelson. Call right now and the book is yours. 
866-606-8255. Before we introduce Richard Young, uh, Camilla, I had one final question for you. Um, and, by the way, this is a wonderful book. I mean, it's, it's very easy to read. It gives a lot of descriptions. I mean, if people have ever wondered about, you know, your dog pulls you down the street, which I see quite often on my street, um, jumps all over people, won't come when he's called, um, or you're just tired and angry and fed up with your dog, then you want to, of course, look in Lipstick in the Leash, Dog Training a Woman's Way. But, uh, Camilla, what would you say, what's the best way for people in their neighborhoods or where they live in the country to find that trainer? Well, phone calls, uh, find out if they deal with obedience or just training. There is a wonderful organization to which I belong called the International Association of Canine Professionals, and they have a wonderful website with a Find the Trainer location, and most of those members in, in that organization understand the leadership aspect of training. And that would be a great resource for people to start. Sounds good. And yeah. congratulations on an excellent book. And uh, look forward, March 15th, you said it officially comes out, correct? Yes, indeed. But, of course, people can find it online or in bookstores. The uh, other book is going out, Lipstick in the Leash, to Debbie in Seattle, Washington. So, Debbie, that book's coming out to you, Dog Training a Woman's Way. Enjoy it. It's a great book. Camilla Gray Nelson, thanks so much for joining us here on Talking Pets. My pleasure, John. Nice to chat with you, and congratulations once again on this book. Thank you. Thank you. Again, the book is called Lipstick and the Leash, Dog Training a Woman's Way by Camilla Gray Nelson. Check it out in the bookstores because it's going to be coming out soon, but you can also get it online. Congratulations to uh, Debbie out there in Seattle, Washington. You are getting that book, and also Lisa in Austin, Texas. We're going to be uh, joined right now. Uh, Coming on is, um, of course, the Kentucky Headhunters. We're going to find out a little bit about this group. But again, I'm John Patch. Dr. Katie Meyer. And Amanda Page. And here is actually one of the songs from the Kentucky Headhunters. Which one is this, Amanda? Number two. So this one is the uh, Boone's Farm Boogie. Boone's Farm Boogie. Check it out. And that is the Kentucky Headhunters. Dixie Lullabies is the CD, and I want to introduce to the program right now the lead singer and guitarist is uh, Richard Young. Richard, welcome to Talking Pets. John, thank you very much for having us on. We're very proud to be a part of your show. We're big animal lovers, and uh, my sister even used to work with a rescue mission in Washington, D.C. when they lived there, so she was very excited for me to... Uh, be on your show. That's cool. We'll give give our best to your sister. I want to introduce you to Dr. Katie Meyer. Hello, Katie. How are you? I'm great. How are you? I'm doing well. And where, where are you from? Well, originally from Michigan, but I live in Tampa now. Okay. Well, that's good. It, it, if you got out of the cold weather. Yeah. Uh, I did, and that was a good move. <laughs> Actually, Katie has her own practice down here called Tampa Bay Veterinarian Emergency Practice, so she's one of the uh, fewer emergency vets here in the area. Fantastic, and you know that's that's something that sometimes is hard to come by. If you have a 
a little accident or something with your animals to find somebody that's available 24 hours, you know. So and that's why we're there. Deal. That, that, that well, is important. Both I mean, we live in a small community of Edmonton, Kentucky, and we have uh, two or three veterinarians over in Glasgow and one in Edmonton, so we're all friends, so we got their home number, so we'll call them up, and they say, oh, no, not you guys again. <laughs> but they always show up. They're good people. And, of course, sitting over here is Amanda Page, our producer. She played the Boone's Farm Boogie when we came in there. I love it. It's great stuff. Well, you know, guys, i got to tell you, you know, everybody kept prodding us to do a new record, and this is our 12th album, and we haven't put a new record out since we did the Soul record in 2003. And to be honest with you, when you've done this as many years, this is 44 years that three of us have been playing together, my brother on drums and my cousin Greg Martin on guitar, and then we have a great friend that's been with us for 30 years that felt on bass and guitar and vocals. And, uh, you know, it's, I have, uh, we were out last year with a fellow named Jamie Johnson. He's a new country rebellious guy, I guess, and come to find out they were big fans of our band. They kept prodding us all summer long. You guys got to do a new album. And then my son, I've been very fortunate there. My son has the, the big rock band, Blackstone Cherry, which are uh, popular, very popular in America, but they're huge over in Europe. And I've been fortunate enough to get them started and help write and produce their albums. And uh, they finally just said, Dad, enough. You know, okay, uh, it's time you guys made a record here. You know, I, we appreciate all your help. <laughs> I hope that wasn't a gold watch they were giving me. But uh, anyway, I don't think so. We just cut a new song for them down in uh, Nashville, the new movie that's coming out, uh, Avengers, which is like the comic book characters. Get oh, yeah, that's going to be a hot movie. I, I actually review yeah. films as well, and that one is a lot of talk about that film. Well, I hope it does well. We we got to go down. Uh, uh, Roadrunner Records, their label, let me go down with them and co-produce a track for it. And I, I understand there's going to be a uh, there's actually going to be a, a, a soundtrack that follows with it. And I think it's got the new band, the Foo Fighters, and a bunch of those bands. So it'll be good for the boys too to be a part of it. That's cool. But. Uh, we were talking, you know, a lot of you folks don't know out there, but we've we lived on a farm all of our life and been around animals. We, we have a 700-acre farm in Kentucky, and we raise cattle. And, and uh, of course, Fred and I are gone all the time with the band, and my dad's older now, so we leased the farm out, and guys raise beans on it and corn and that sort of thing. And it makes it nice in November when I take off for deer hunting, you know, and that sort of thing. <laughs> But uh, we have this old farmhouse we've had since 1968. My grandmother gave it to us as children. We were just young teenagers uh, to practice our music in. And, I, and I, you know, I guess she had an ulterior motive. She was thinking that would keep us out of trouble, and it did. You know, it gave us somewhere to be on the weekends. Of course, all our friends would come down. But the coolest thing about this new album, out of 12 records and 44 years of playing, we've never done an album in the old house. And uh, we actually went in with the use of Pro Tools, which is amazing, uh, te- uh, you know, technology these days. Uh, and we're able to uh, pr- cut our own album in our own little house. And it was so much fun. And, and I think the Headhunters, uh, time to time, we have this reputation of, of maybe that we, uh, we write a lot of different kind of music. But when it comes time to put the record out, we chicken out and just, just kind of stay to the Headhunter true the things that people expect of us and as we're getting older we're starting to think open up our chest and show our hearts a lot more so there's some really cool songs that 
I don't think would have would have ever come about had it not been for us doing it alone. We're we're calling this record the, the one we made when you weren't looking, you know, because it really is. It, it, it's it's uh, got a cool I, sound to it. I like the tracks on it. I would imagine that you you know you said you've been out there for forty some years, but you you do have to evolve. And you have to change yeah. and kind of go with the times. And it sounds it sounds like, you know, for what I hear on this CD that you have. Well, you know, John, the thing of it is, guys, is we didn't make a record from 2003 until now for a reason. Because if you've done it that many years, and of course, we didn't get a record deal until 1989. So we were kind of wandering vagabonds for 20 years there in rock and roll. And, uh, you know, then this first album finally we put out Hold on to that thought for a second. We're going to come right back because we've got to take a little break. We're going to return with Richard Young, the lead singer here for the Kentucky Headhunters. The CD, uh, we're going to find out a little bit more about that. But again, I'm John Patch. Dr. Katie Meyer. And Amanda Page. The first two calls to come in right now to our producer, Matt, at 866-606-TALK. 866-606-8255 is going to get a CD from the Kentucky Headhunters. This is Talking Pets. Talking Pets. We'll be right back after a short pause. Well, four to be exact. Dyson. The new Dyson Animal Backs are powerful bagless upright backings for homes with pets. Air muscle and radio root cyclone technology generates the strongest suction power to powerfully remove dust, dirt, and pet hair from the home or car. To order your Dyson Animal Back, go to PetLifeRadio.com forward slash Dyson. PetLifeRadio.com forward slash Dyson. To order your Dyson Animal Back today. Dyson. Music to your ears. Love your pets but wish their medications were a lot less expensive? They are at 1-800-PET-MEDS. You'll not only save on flea and heartworm medications, but on prescriptions for arthritis, incontinence, thyroid, and more. And you get fast service, free shipping, and a 100% satisfaction guarantee. Plus, our licensed pharmacists ensure accuracy, monitor drug interaction, and more. See why over 5 million people have trusted their pet's health to 1-800-PET-MEDS, America's largest pet pharmacy. Call now or order online. Go to PetMeds.com forward slash Lucky, L-U-C-K-Y, to get 10% off any order and free shipping on orders of $39 or more at PetMeds.com. Coast to coast and around the world, it's All Behave with Arden Moore. Find out why cats and dogs do the things they do and get the latest buzz from wagging tongues and tails in Rin Tin Tinseltown. From famous pet experts and best-selling authors to television and movie stars, you'll get great tail-wagging pet tips and have a fur-flying fun time. All behave with America's pet edutainer, Arden Moore, every week on demand. This is the place for a special paparazzi treat, only on PetLifeRadio.com. Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets. On Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com. Pet 
Stealing cat caught in airport. Reporting for Talking Pets, I'm Amanda Page. A cat lost in the ceiling at Rocky Mountain Metropolitan Airport in Colorado was found safe and sound in a trap set up to catch him. Achilles, a two-year-old exotic Bengal cat, flies with its owners who are both pilots. The couple flew into RMMA and were relaxing in the pilot's lounge with the cat when it suddenly disappeared into a hole in the ceiling. Workers could hear the cat crying occasionally but couldn't find it in the divided ceiling. The pilots, Mary and Stan Palmer of Maryland, were flying with a client and had to leave, so Mary Palmer's family came to Grand Junction to try to coax the cat out. Food, toys, and other items didn't work, but the cat was found in a trap set up to catch him. Mary Palmer said she and her husband are flying back to Boulder at the end of the month, but they hope to get Achilles before then. She's hoping another pilot will fly their cat back to the Baltimore or Philadelphia area so they can pick Achilles up. Reporting for Talking Pets, I'm Amanda Page. And you're listening to Talking Pets. I'm John Patch. Dr. Katie Meyer. And Amanda Page. And this, of course, is the Kentucky Headhunters. That's uh, truck number nine, right, Mandy? It is. Just another night is what that, that's called. And congratulations to Chris out in Erie, Pennsylvania, listening on WPSE. You're getting a copy of the CD shipped out to you, so uh, we'll get that right out to you, Chris. We got on uh, two more CDs to give out, so the next two calls that come in at 866-606-TALK, 866-606-8255. Compliments, of course, of uh, Richard Young and the band, the Kentucky Headhunters. We're going to send those CDs out to you. So just call right now, and they're yours. 866-606-8255. Richard, now, you've been around for a long time. You said like 40-some years, the band and everything. I would imagine you probably spent some time at the Grammys and stuff, too, right? Some like, wonderful times. Uh, uh, we had. I was just telling somebody here a while back, you know, uh, the first time. And I mean, we're, we're very, we were all raised really well and, and raised right and that sort of thing but we kind of rebelled against our upbringing i guess i guess you could call some of our parents are a little more georgetown than they than we are you know but we kind of we kind of uh, rebelled i guess and kind of went the blue jeans and uh flannel shirt route and uh although i will say i have several brooks brothers shirts i just don't wear them on very few occasions so but uh the uh yeah, you know, the the Grammys, when we showed up the first time uh, in New York, we stayed at the Plaza Hotel. And, of course, there was about 18, yeah, there was about 18 of us rolled in and, you know, flannel shirts and blue jeans with holes in them and cowboy boots. And uh, they actually called the security, but they thought we were, they didn't know we were going to be guests. I guess they thought, but it was real funny because... David Crosby from Crosby, Stills, and Nash was standing in the lobby, and he looked at me, and he said, man, they'll let anybody in the plaza. (laughs) When you you travel, actually, Richard, we were talking, I I had heard that you have a cat by the name of Rover. Oh, yeah, we got Rover. Um, Rover came to us. Actually, I'm a dog person, guys. I love kitties, and they're, they're great. But uh, I've had uh, hunting bird dogs all my life. Mm-hmm. Uh, my grandmother always, my grandfather had them. 
and it's kind of a family tradition that somebody in the family had to continue it. And uh, so I've always had quail hunting dogs, and uh, I, I, I'm very close to, to dogs. I, I think dogs are, are a great, uh, when they say they're a man's best friend, I know that some people may not believe that, but I truly do. But uh, I never dreamed that I would ever have a house cat. And, uh, oh, about six months ago, my wife was walking in the woods on the farm, and she came up on this oak tree, and there was this little kitten laying there, and it was like six or seven days old. Wow. And I, I don't know the story behind what happened to his mom or any of that, but we knew not to leave it. So Cindy brought it to the house, and she went to the vet and got some uh, milk, and uh, she started feeding. It was about the size of uh, it fit in your hand like a little baby squirrel, and, uh, you know, she's very good with animals, and she saved that cat. And oh, it was, cat now? The cat is six months old, and uh, I got to name him because I couldn't have a dog in the house, so I named him Rover. Rover, there, that and, was and, a fit. Hey, I got to yeah, ask you, Richard, before we before we end the interview here, I got to ask you, now, this CD, it's a cool CD that Kentucky Headhunters, how can people get it? It's out now, right? Oh, yes, yes, it's out. It's been out about three months. We actually didn't do a widespread radio thing until January 1st, but we have a song called uh, Great Acoustics that's out at radio right now, and also we have a video on it. You can go to YouTube and see the Great Acoustics video and uh, CMT and GAC and all, all the normal channels will be playing it. And uh, it's a pretty exciting thing, I guess, for the headhunters to come out of the album out of the blue. I guess everybody thought, well, maybe they're not going to make any more records, but that's that's not true. So uh, we just got to pick our time. You know, the thing about this thing, John, uh, guys, is, uh, you know, when you've done it a long time, you kind of know when to poke your head out of the hole and look around, you know, when there's times that you don't. And timing was right for the headhunters to do an album. But uh, you can get them at uh, Walmart stores, uh, you know, the Best Buys, your FYEs, all your normal record store chains, and that sort of thing. And please, if you have a mom and pop, go buy them from them because uh, it's unfortunate, but the uh, homegrown, uh, personally owned record stores are a dying thing. It's, it's sad to see, but the more we go and, and buy records from them, I know they're a couple bucks more, but it means so much to all of us in the music business and to our society, too. Well, Richard, I wish I had more time to uh, spend with you because I, I find you absolutely we'll do it again. fascinating. We'll, yeah, we'll do it again sometime. Definitely, I, I want to. I, I wanted to insert this, something that I didn't know that I learned from my wife. I didn't know I could ever learn anything else from her because she tells me everything. But uh, these people, if you find little kittens, what she did to help save that cat is she would take two baby bottles and wrap them in cloth with warm water and let him sleep between them. And it made him feel confident that he was with other kittens or something until he got bigger, you know. It's a good idea. And, and it's a good good thing to know right there. But anyway, uh, it's it's great to have Rover, and he's in the house, and he likes to take a bath, and he's learned how to turn the sink on and get a drink of water. And <laughs> actually, we had a water pipe break under our sink this year, and had he not come and acted like a dog and, and raised the devil about us, I guess we'd have flooded the house. But he kept coming out of the bathroom now, and then so my wife went in, and there was the water pipe. So I guess he, he's done. You know, I did a good thing named him Rover. <laughs> he did the right thing, and we do got to say goodbye. That's what Music Means says. we got a couple seconds left. Richard Young, thanks so much from the Kentucky Headhunters. A great pleasure. You know, it's thanks to Katie and Amanda for sitting in with us, John. You guys are all right. We'll speak soon. Sounds good. Let's Talk Pets 
every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com.